Welcome to the panel on RNZ National. Kiemo Tournament Koto Katoa coming up on the program. A snap panel poll this Friday afternoon. Do you support wiping GST off your fruit and veggies, your broccoli, cabbage, apples, GST free? Yes or no? Text me. 2101 results at 4.40 on that. Do you support wiping GST of fruit and veg? Also today, Nationals Dr Shane Ritty goes for tours in an ambulance, an intrusion and breach of privacy, or a politician getting out of his Wellington office trying to experience life on the front. Remember, former National Health Minister Tony Royal used to do the same thing. Also, why are fast food and booze outlets so represented in some of our communities? And and do you recall when scrapbooking was a thing? You'd spend a Saturday cutting and pasting in a scrapbook anything you could get on your hands on about Doctor Who or Happy Days or Kate Bush or David Bowie. Did you keep a scrapbook? Text me 2101. You can email the panel at rnz.co.nz. With me this afternoon, Ali Moore, investigative journalist. Ali, Kyurup, good to have you here. Kia ora, Wallace. Nice to be here. Yeah, and also Ed Amon, comedian, PhD candidate. Ed, kia ora. Good to have you on the program also. Uh, kia ora, De Great to be here. Yeah, now uh, let's jump into the Friday mailbag and Hemis, did we have a lot of feedback uh, this week on uh, the panel. Is three days bereavement leave too little. Cindy's, Cindy Mitchner's I've been thinking was talking about a friend dying suddenly recently and family members get three days off work to grieve not enough bereavement leave said cindy she was very passionate about this someone says cindy is so right i started a new job on monday i've taken three days leave this week due to traveling for for a funeral to for one of close mum's closest friends to support my friend it's been an awful situation the new employer manager have been incredibly supportive even made me take one day as a bereavement leave. I am so impressed with their humanness. I was always a very human employer too. Three days bereavement leave, it is just stupid, said this person. But another texter had this to say. I'm driving along and had to pull over and cry. Like many small business owners, I work myself to the bone to keep my 17 staff in jobs. Like many, I draw no regular wages. How do we accommodate more leave? By the way, no bereavement leave for me. So sad. So many commentators have no idea of the reality of business. So we had a lot of passionate response about this. Uh, Is three days bereavement leave enough or not? Ali Moore, what's your thoughts? I felt my, I listened to yesterday's panel and I felt myself connecting very strongly with, uh, with Cindy's corridor. Um, I, I, you know, we do have to have some other half of business, um, owners, but uh, three days is patently, you know, if it's a partner or a parent or a child or it's patently not enough. I mean, it's not enough even to make the arrangements if you're the one that is um, organising the tangi or the funeral. Uh, so, yes, I would have to come down Ed. very much on this side. Ed? I think, um, I think that pe- uh, people should not try to be um, 
just a line in the sand that if it's enough or not it it should be when when it happens it should be a discussion between the boss and and the person who uh, who has had the loss because it it is a different situation with different people and 3 days is absolutely not enough um even i mean if my, i i was thinking about this corridor just now if my cat dies i need a i need a i need a week so it is it it is absolutely not enough but if there are laws about 2 days or 3 days the bosses should be able to manage some things okay you can take some of the annual leave here take right. a couple of days of uh, uh, unpaid some some okay. sit down and have a corridor <clears throat> Very good, very good, Bob. Uh, Michael says, early in my first full-time job, I had a personal issue to sort out. My employer's compassion and giving me a few days to deal with it was a great investment in my loyalty and productivity. Uh, also, we talked about deliveries that aren't coming on time. Um, and I talked about the issue of um, trying to get a really nice, just a really nice beautiful box of chocolates uh from Auckland to Hamilton um ordering it a week early <laughs> for mum's birthday it arrives 3 weeks after um did you think that you should just take it yourself <laughs> just drive take a drive to Hamilton <laughs> take the bus to Hamilton yeah, yeah. i was so despondent yeah. you know a big birthday yeah. anyway I, i did say that the i think it was the pineapple chocolate people they were just fantastic mm. uh, a refund anyway um this one takes the cake with us now is ollie cure ollie hello there well how are you <laughs> right what's your story oh well i couldn't help laugh my head off when i heard about late deliveries uh, yesterday because um Back in uh, back last year in August I had a problem with my with my system in my toilet and um, all it was was a tiny little uh, stop uh, valve that had to be replaced now it turned out that you can't buy those in uh, well you couldn't at the time buy any of those in New Zealand uh, I looked on uh, it might have been Bunnings and uh, Bunnings Australia happened to have some yeah So um I thought well I got a friend uh, a colleague in Sydney and uh, he works just around the corner from the Bunnings and I said to him hey can you go and pick one of these up for me and just put them in the mail and send them over because uh, that will solve the problem instead of me having to replace the full unit Easy. a lot of waste you just replace the little uh, stop knock and he said yeah no problems he went out and bought it and uh, it got mailed on the 21st of September 2022 Now a month later it still hadn't arrived and uh, and it was getting a little bit problematic because we've got two toilets but uh, you wouldn't you would like to have them both working of course so uh, my son was in Australia so I said to him hey can you pick one up and bring it back over because I just want to get it uh, get it done and he took one with him home lo and behold uh, I'd been away uh, on a business trip in mm-hmm. New Caledonia in June this year and when I got back to the office is what was lying on my desk. What? <laughs> the little envelope with this particular little uh, stop valve in it. So what? basically it had taken from September last year to June this year to get from Australia to here airmail. Unbelievable. Unbelievable, uh, Ali Moore. Yeah, that's that's really unfortunate. <laughs> We've had our own issues with um with deliveries recently perhaps understandable because both mm. of the deliveries were a bunch of bottles of tequila uh and oh, yes. they both went missing Did one they? after the other <laughs> 
Yeah, so, we, uh, yeah, it's a bit of a mystery. Ollie, nice to have you on the program. And uh, so, have you got your toilet fixed? Thank you. I have indeed. Thank uh, you. It's all working again. Good, good to hear. Uh, nice one. Oh, also, we talked uh, about um, whether or not grandparents have a moral obligation to look after the grandkids. Uh, that's what one young parent said they do. Uh, is it acceptable for your parents to go and have a holiday in Taormina, Sicily, or the Gold Coast when they should be looking after your children? Um, what do you think, Ed? Well, um, I, I think that it depends on your treatment of your parents, um, because if, uh, if 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 they are if they are living in a different place and uh, you're not taking care of them, then they are they have the freedom they can go wherever they want. Um, so it's not it doesn't mean culturally speaking it might be a bit of a responsibility, but that responsibility is is not taking care of them. Is that responsibility is to uh, transfer their matauranga, whatever they are thinking, whatever is their life experience, to the young child so that it grows up well. But I don't think you should expect it. Ellie, is there a onus on the grandparents to provide some level of care for uh, their grandkids, or actually, is it a case of they've worked so hard for so many years, time to let free? Oh, I think you know, onus is the problematic word there. You know, I think most grandparents um, would would gladly provide some level of care but that's not what we were talking about yesterday we were talking about an imperative which really Mm. really got my back up you know i i didn't really have a a relationship unfortunately with any of my grandparents Um, and that has made me determined to uh break that cycle and be a very involved grandparent when that happens Mm. if that happens for me um but i reserve my right to go on a holiday (laughs) i mean it just seemed extraordinary thing to say that grandparents must be available at all hours of the day and night as you see fit. Bizarre. Oh, very, very good. All right. Uh, that's the panel. Uh, Ali Moore and Ed Amon. Yep. Uh, very big response to that. Uh, the If you've just joined us, we have a snap panel. Well, just a snap, very unscientific, of course. But the question I want to ask you today is um, whether or not – actually, no. The question is, do you support wiping GST off fruit and veggies? Uh, yes or no? Text me at 2101. Results at 440. Uh, text cost uh, 26, 20 cents. Uh, I've been thinking, Ali Moore. Take it away. Yes, I've been obsessively thinking about the passing of Sinead O'Connor mm. since um, I, I heard about it uh, in shock as I woke up the other morning um, to the point where I've had that um, that wonderful performance of um, Nothing Compares to You rolling around in my oh. brain as an earworm. Uh, and in the middle of the night last night, I had to wake myself up and sing uh, Paul Simon's The Boxer all the way through to get rid of the earworm, which is apparently, <laughs> according to Sunday mornings on RNZ, the only way to get rid of an earworm. Um, That's anyway, amazing. Uh, but um, but I, I've just I was just so affected. But you know, you know, at my age, mm. you, your uh, heroes tend to start passing at an alarming rate. Um, and you get a bit used to it. But I was just so affected by Sinead O'Connor's passing because she was such an authentic oh, yeah. um, authentic woman in an age, the 80s and 90s, um, where 
traditional beauty standards in you know music and movies were so pervasive and so restrictive and she never backed down even after that terrible situation on SNL um and I don't mean her performance was terrible I mean the reaction was terrible and her career was virtually cancelled after that and she never stepped back um from what she did on that night and she was proved right in the end and now we're seeing everybody revise their um their opinion of her and uh, and admit that she was right and you know I just think that situation is is so incredibly sad and what a what a strong strong woman she was couldn't agree more. I really couldn't agree more. And uh, uh, as I said yesterday, uh, seeing that video, for example, for the first time, it was something, uh, yeah, never forgotten. Mm. Yeah. Very good. Thank you, Ali. Uh, Ed Amon, I've been thinking. Well, my, my I've been thinking is baby related. Everything is baby related for me. I've got a baby coming in, in November. So um, we, we've been thinking in terms of um, uh, what languages are we going to be thinking about? Because it's a, uh, it, it just dawned on me one day that um, I speak a, a couple of languages and then I've seen other kids uh, as well and uh, people from my community, the kids grow up and they're speaking English. And I realized that, oh, there's a huge danger that <laughs> my, my, uh, my kid will, is going to lose um, her language. It, it's Urdu. I'm a fluent Urdu speaker. So we kind of had a big discussion and we decided that at home when the baby comes, me and my wife are going to talk and converse in Urdu and talk to the baby, uh, converse with her in Urdu. Plus also all the storybooks or the music or the, or the TV, everything is going to be Urdu. Reason uh, that is that that base is done of her own language. Then she grows up, uh, Tereo Maori comes in and then you can't escape English. English is going to come anyway. So, um, so it's a hard. I don't know. It's it might be a perfect solution, but I don't know how people deal with it. But that's what's bothering me nowadays. Oh, brilliant thoughts, Ed uh, and Ali. Uh, that is the panel of Friday's power. Friday's panel it is, of course, Power Ballad Friday. Thanks for your feedback. It's really coming through. Uh, you are on the panel. Uh, NZ National. See you after the news.